Welcome. This is Corinne Modokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Do you remember the days back when you would turn on the TV and you were beholden to watch whatever was on one of the three channels that the television had, your television may have had, and whether you started in the middle of this episode or at the start or in the middle of the season, that's where it was. It's so interesting to watch my own involvement with media because now if there's a show that I want to watch, I don't just jump into it in the middle like I used to back then. I'm like, no, I must follow in order. But I like to know the whole storyline. So I like to go from the very first season if I can and watch the whole series through. So one of the feedbacks that we're getting for our show here at How She Really Does It is this show's been in existence for 15 and a half years. We have over 800 shows and it's so overwhelming. Like, where do you start? I get that. There's sometimes when I feel like I'm behind in something and it's like, oh, I don't even know where to start. So my way is just avoid and run away. So what we've done here is we have something new for you. We've created a podcast playlist where you can go to our website at howshereallydoesit.com and sign up and you will get a playlist. It's beautiful where you can get episodes that we've curated for you. And this first playlist series that we're doing is the leader of your life series. I talk often about you being the leader of your life. I'm a life and leadership coach. And sometimes we think the only time you can be a leader is if you have the title. If you have a C at the beginning of your title, CEO, COO, CFO, you're like, okay, I'm a leader. Or if you have a leadership title at work, the reality is, is that we are all leaders in some capacity. A teacher is a leader in a classroom. A coach is a leader of a team, right? A mother is a leader of her family. And we also are leaders of our own lives. And this is something that's really important. We grow up obtaining permissions from others, getting viewpoints from other people, fitting into other systems. And then there's this transition to adulthood, (laughs) where we go through the ceremonies of high school graduation, university graduation, getting our job, buying a car, buying a home. But there isn't this like graduation of now you are the leader of your life. So that's what we're going to do here today. You, my friend, are the leader of your life. And it's important, regardless of what title other people may have given you, it's important for us to own that identity and embrace it. And oftentimes, because of the cultural programming, especially as women, we may not look at being a mother as being a leader, right? We may not think that what we do is valuable. And I can tell you this, I have many leaders who have those titles, the C's at the beginning of their leadership titles, their chief something, and they often don't feel like a leader. We are all leaders, 
and we're leaders in our lives and there are certain arenas that we may not be leaders at all. And I'm happy at times to not be a leader. This year, going to my daughter's swim meets and so on and so forth, I was so happy to be a parent in the stands and not have to lead anybody because so often I do step into that leadership role. So I'm not saying you have to be a leader 24-7, but really identifying when you are and when you aren't. And it's okay to have shifts of leadership. So I want to talk about this podcast playlist, The Leader of Your Life. I'm so excited about this. Is This is your opportunity to get started, to dig in. And it's so beautiful. Like when um, we looked at the final product and it's on our website and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. So there's six chapters to this leader of your life. The first one is owning your voice. And let me say within each chapter, there are three different podcasts for you to listen to. And the beauty of it is, is that you get to hear different additional nuggets, right? What does owning your voice mean? You know, we talk about speaking with your truth with my friend, Beth Forker, right? Cultivating confidence. And then the other is standing in your true power. And I'm not talking about power over or, you know, dominating somebody, but really standing in your power, being clear about who you are and what it feels like to stand in your own power and being proud of yourself. And then chapter three is one of my favorite topics. It's about aligning with your values and in your integrity, right? And it's okay if you don't know what your values are now. The opportunity is to create that self-awareness to get clear about what are your values? What is integrity for you? What is you aligning with your integrity? And often it's really choosing integrity is uncomfortable. And as I was sharing with a client the other day is this idea that we think, oh, I just want to be comfortable. It's kind of like when we say I'm comfort eating and we get that dopamine hit from that giant bowl of ice cream. But within 30 minutes to an hour, we're then beating ourselves up because why did I overindulge? I don't feel so good. I have no discipline. There's no real true comfort. It's a lie we tell to ourselves honestly when we say we want to choose comfort. It may be a short-term fix, like a hit, but long-term, it creates a painful relationship with ourselves. So chapter three is about lining with your values and your integrity. And then chapter four is about building a loving relationship with food in your body. And the food thing, right? There's all these different rules and there's diet culture. And we go about this world of learning to not trust ourselves and to think externally and how we're perceived and versus what's going on inside of us. So there's three different episodes in there. And then in chapter five, it's about cultivating strong, connected, and authentic relationships. And what does that mean? And what does that look like for you? Right? And these episodes are meant to give you some nuggets. Sometimes it's like, oh, yes, I remember that. And it's something I've forgotten. Or, oh, that was something I didn't see. And then chapter six is about doing meaningful work. And I say this all the time because we get so caught up in meaningful work has to be, again, a title, a corner office, working at the fancy company, law firm, right? How much money your W-2 makes. But there's more elements to doing meaningful work. And sometimes meaningful work means not getting paid. It doesn't have to be an either or. 
It's not like your money or your life, right? It can be both getting really clear about doing meaningful work. So those are the six chapters. And what we've done is we've taken 800 episodes and combed through and curated six times nine is 54 episodes. They range anywhere from probably 15 minutes to maybe an hour for you to go through and listen to. And it helps reduce the overwhelming 800 plus episodes. Now, here's the thing that I want to talk about is the tagline for the show is where inspiration and possibility meet. And it's so important to have inspiration and have possibility. Those are two elements. They're not the only two to create change. Change is possible in your life, right? We also need to integrate. We need to practice. And often the stories that I bring on the show are about here is something that's happened for this person. Here's something that somebody has created and they've fallen down and gotten back up because so often when we're on our journeys, we fall down and we think we're the only one. And then we want to quit or we want to hide away or beat ourselves up. And when we get really frustrated and we become hopeless, we just don't feel that it's possible for ourselves. So this show and this platform has always been about where inspiration and possibility meet. And the podcast is to give you nuggets of insight that, that you can take and then go and integrate into your life. That integration is really important. How that looks like is, is about a practice. It's about how do you show up and practice? There's not like a formula of it must be 10 minutes a day of this, but it's an integration and a practice because all of our lives look a bit differently, right? As of right now, I'm an empty nester. My kids no longer live at home. How this life looks is very different than when I started the show 15 and a half years ago. I had a blended family, four kids at home, you know, I had a different job, right? Life looked very different and the space in my life was very different. So it's about taking these nuggets and then integrating in your life, practicing. And one of the things that's really, really important is for us to be hopeful in our lives. And hope isn't like unicorns and rainbows and magical thinking. Hope is about the ability to set goals, have a structure or a system to support the goal, right? And then the mindset to know that there will be obstacles and what may look like sometimes that you're going backwards is actually part of the process of creating what you desire. And C.R. Snyder did research on hope. And one of the things that he, his research showed is that hope is actually not an emotion. It's a cognitive function. So again, going back to the ability to set goals, right? And I'm talking about when I do goal work with clients, it's about what are the attainable goals for them in their life? When I'm working with aqua monsters, right? Even though we've had Olympians and Paralympians that have come out of our program, not coached by me, but come out of our program, That's not the goal for, we don't, you know, I don't look at a six-year-old and say, oh, your goal is to be an Olympian. That's, that could be like magical thinking or what I like to say is fairy tale thinking. But one of the goals that I have for every kid that comes through the program is that they become proficient in swimming. And what proficient in swimming means is that they are able to swim 300 yards in under 10 minutes. So 300 yards in a 25-yard pool is 12 lengths of the pool. 
And that 10 minutes is, it's just a nice benchmark because then they know like, okay, if they're out on Lake Natomas in a boat and they fall out of the boat, that they've got 10 minutes of time, maybe, and hopefully that they can get rescued or they can work on swimming to shore, right? That's true proficiency. And so that's a high level. And so that's a guideline that I give parents. I have learned over the years that it takes about three summers of summer swim team. So we're looking at about 100 to 150 hours. See, that's an attainable goal. That takes practice. There's a pathway to get to it. So the parents may have shame because they're like, oh, my kid kind of sucks at swimming, right? It's okay. What happens is when kids go to practice time and time again, they have engagement, they have practice, there's this pathway, they learn, they grow, right? And then they get disqualified at a meet and they can bounce back from that, right? So that is what we're talking about with hope, having hope. And it doesn't mean that that little kid one day can't be an Olympian, right? But what is the system and the structure that could support the kid? So I never go and sell like these big, hairy, audacious goals, right? I'm willing to have a vision and look for that in the windows of possibility. And then it comes down to what are the choices you're willing to make? Not many people are willing to do what it takes to be an Olympian, right? I'm not willing to do what it takes to be an Olympic coach. And I'm okay with that, but getting really clear about that. So when you set goals, that's my, that's my like little asterisk about setting goals is, are you willing to do what it takes to achieve that goal? Or do you need to maybe build a system to then support the pursuit of that goal, right? Like, so if you want to be an Olympian, do you have a structure where you can train 20, 25 hours a week in support of that goal? And we're talking for what, 50 weeks out of the year for probably for four years. So paying attention to that. Anyways, yes, we want inspiration right? We want hope and hope is that cognitive function. Sometimes people will say to me like, oh, do you want to be a motivational speaker? And I think before I did this work, I thought, oh, that'd be really cool to get up and motivate and then just walk away, right? I'm a coach. I'm, I'm a life coach. I'm a leadership coach. I've been a swim coach. Like I'm a teacher. I know how to help people integrate. That is the beauty. And I'm patient enough when it becomes the shit show that I just know that like, okay, these are the falling down moments. It's not a matter of if it will happen for you or if you will be able to create it. It's a matter of when and what do you need to do right now? Sometimes it may be taking a break. Sometimes it may be resting, you know, going to sleep and then coming back to it another day and getting that day on the calendar. Those are all very compassionate and empathetic responses. Okay. So this leader of the life series is here not to give you a blueprint of here are the six steps and either you fit, do it right or you fail. It's about what are the nuggets that you can take from this and work on practicing. And maybe in the series, you listen to it and go, okay, each episode, what are the nuggets? What are the key insights, key learnings? And one of the things when you go to the website and you submit your email, to the podcast playlist, you'll get an email that will then give you a link with all the episodes right there. You can listen to it right there on your computer. You can do it on your phone and it keeps it categorized. The other thing is you'll get a PDF of your podcast reflection, and then you can go through and that actually will help you integrate it some more. So 
listening and then writing things down helps you get it more and then practicing it, it becomes a part of your being, right? It's not just listen and then, oh, you get transformed. That's the fairy godmother, right? It's integrate and practice. And that's how you create who you become. And what I know for sure is we can learn, we can grow and we can become. And I also know is that all of us have this desire, this hunger for something better, right? Some of you, it may be a better job. It may be better working conditions. It may be doing work that has more meaning, or it may be you go and do your work and then you go and do meaningful work outside of your paid work and it's not paid and you're good with that. There's not a right or wrong. It's figuring out the ingredients for you. Some of you may want, you know, different living conditions. Maybe you want to move to the city and have the vibrancy of there. Maybe you want to move to the country and be out there, but maybe you want to create something different. So what are the nuggets that you can garner from these podcasts that you can then apply from your life? And sometimes it's something so simple, right? That you may go, why didn't I see that? Of course, that's such common sense. Oftentimes we forget there's so much that's going on. We just forget. We forget things that we may have used before that supported us. We forget. That's okay. Our brains are really busy. There's a lot going on in there. These podcasts are here to support you, not judge you. You know, maybe you want better relationship friendships. There's not a person that I know that doesn't have a longing for more connected friendships right? Authentic friendships. Or maybe if it's not friendship, maybe it's a loving relationship or a partnership. So it can be, you know, one of those arenas. And then the other thing is that we all want something better is our relationship with ourself. And so this podcast playlist, this series, the leader of your life series is about cultivating that. One of the things that years ago, when I did my interview with Simon Sinek and Afterwards, I wound up rewriting the introduction to the show. And so when you go back and hear some of the old episodes, you'll hear me talk about the windows of possibility. This podcast is the windows of possibility. If this is possible for them, what is possible for you? Because we all fall down and we get up. The problem is, the obstacle is that our brains tell us that our falling down moments are horrible and it's not possible for us. We like come up with this verdict. So My invitation for you is as you go and you listen to this podcast playlist series, The Leader of Your Life, and you take notes and give yourself permission to do it imperfectly, notice when you start to fall into the, am I doing it right? I call that the personal trap door to perfection, right? There's no doing it right. I get asked this question a lot by my clients. Am I doing it right? I think I'm doing it right, right? Because they know that perfection is the birthplace of shame. So then they found something else to replace that, oh, I have to do it perfectly in order to get this result. We don't have to do it perfectly. Look in your life where you did not do things perfectly and you were able to create the result. Now you may beat yourself up and say, oh, but if I'd done it perfectly, it wouldn't have taken this long. We don't know that. So how about we stop judging ourselves that way? So instead, creating the changes we want, owning our leadership in our life, right? Creating the the work that we want, the relationships, our relationship with ourselves, 
owning our voice, trusting ourselves. This all is about learning and practice. And it's about being hopeful. Remember, and that's a cognitive function. It's not an emotion. And when we're hopeful, we must remember that we, of course, we will fall down and we can get back up. So this change that we're seeking, it's about integration. And here's the thing, we must get out there and do it. Years ago, when I used to teach at the community college and I used to teach swimming and it was an indoor pool, but the last thing anyone wants to do in January is get into a pool, even indoors. And then there's the whole body shame issues. There's the shame of not knowing how to swim and being an adult. And so, you know, people would want to know like, oh, if I'm sick today, then I don't have to swim or if it's that time of the month, I don't have to swim. And I had to finally in my syllabus come up with the guidelines. And the guideline was, if you're not in the water, you're not getting participation. Sitting in the bleachers and being a watcher, an observer is not going to actually help you learn the skill and transform your life of learning how to swim. And that's the same thing about your life. We can learn, we can talk about it. We can, you know, be an observer and watch We also need to do and go out there and to attempt. And that's where the integration, the practice come in. And that's where the transformation happens. So this leader of your life series, their inputs, their inputs into maybe things you already know, reminders of what you've heard, another way of looking at something. And these inputs are here to support you on your journey as you own your leadership from the inside, instead of waiting for someone to grant you the title. All right, my friend, I'm smiling big for you. Hey there, before we go, I have a question for you. Have you subscribed to the show yet? This is an awesome opportunity for you to preserve your brain juice. I love the fact that I can subscribe to podcasts in television shows, and they go straight to my iPhone, or they go straight to my DVR. And then I don't have to worry of, oh, no, especially with television shows. Did I hit record? Is it going to be there? Or now do I have to watch it on demand and go through all the commercials? So go and hit the subscribe button. There's a link in the show notes, and that will ensure you that you never miss a show. And you can also save your brain juice for other things in your life. There's way more important things but you and I will still be connected because the show will be waiting for you in your phone. Go to the link in the show notes, subscribe to the show so you can automatically get all the shows to your phone. Never been so wild.